It's been a few weeks, but welcome back to 614 Headsets. Boys, say hello to everybody. I What's think it's uh, it's well past due. I have I was excited for tonight. Just excited to hop on and talk a little bit of ball. It's been a fun season so far. Yeah. It's been a blast over here in the Central Ohio area. Feels like it's been a long. It feels, what is it, about a month since we've done this? It feels longer than that. I don't know what it is. It feels longer, but it's good to be back. Very good so to be back for everybody that's tuning looking in. It's looking week at eight. the calendar, though, I'm gonna say week eight. That's why. Week eight. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so. I tried to put it into context for you know our coaches and players and said, just think about it at this was almost that this is a little past the halfway point last year. It, it and, and I can say that's what's crazy is that's the first time I'd ever made it 15 weeks. And it just was crazy how long it felt. And uh, but it was good though, because it conditioned you to be like, hey, this is what championship football is like and how long it is, and you know, how to take your team through those ebbs and flows of, of that long of a season. Um, but yeah, we're excited. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about these games we're excited about in this next quarter of the season to finish out before the playoffs. But before we get started, let's thank our sponsor. Fundraising University wants to wish a successful and safe season to all you teams out there. Fundraising University is excited to start partnerships at the conclusion of the 2023 season for football programs. But if you're a winner or maybe a spring coach, I know Fundraising University is working close with the Ohio High School Basketball Coach Association. Uh, reach out to Brett Maxwell at bmaxwell at fundraisingu.net or 740-501-8946 for all your fundraising needs, right? Uh, it's never too early to get started. But as we get started, Ryan, having a fantastic year, tell us about how the Northland Vikings have been and just your season so far since the last time we talked. Man, I think that we've just made a lot of growth from <clears throat> from what we were like the past couple – three years, obviously. And it's just been fun watching our kids. I think the best thing about our team right now is just watching them like play and have fun with each other. This is obviously my first class I've had for four years. I've been, we've been talking about this for a while and just seeing them make the plays that we've talked about and then seeing them have fun and celebrate the, the good times. And then also being able to manage the lows, just like you guys, there's a lot of lows throughout a season, no matter what. I don't care if you're winning or losing. And I, I feel like I, I, I learned that this year because most of the time we've been like one year we were 0 and 5, that we were one in, we went 1 and 6 around this time of the year. And so we were really struggling. And those felt like the lowest points. But then you still realize you can be 6 and 1, you know what I mean? And still have low times and times where it's, it's a battle to get your kids to want to practice and get your kids to want to grind. And you don't realize that when you're losing, though. When you're losing, you're just like, oh, this has got to be the worst thing ever. Like, you're not, you, if you're winning, it's got to be easy. It's got to be just so easy to win. And I used to always say winning cures everything, but I have learned that's not even the case, though. I think it's really interesting you said that because I think this is the last two years has been a different situation for all of us, too. And if you look at our record in the last two years, and this is what I just said last year, and just how I'm feeling now, even outside looking in, you would probably think, man, that's so easy. They're they're probably having a blast. And honestly, though, I look at it, I think sometimes when you're in these moments of winning and the pressures are high and the potential for championships is high, it can be even harder. Mm-hmm. The pressure builds on you as coaches. The pressure builds on the players. I think that uh, addiction to win that championship and to do everything right builds. 
And um, it's really interesting seeing here another coach say it with you being the same situation as us. You guys went out. You're probably going to win your championship. If we went out, we will too. It's just interesting because to many people who don't have that perspective or you're looking from the outside, it's different than those in it. Right. Like yeah. you, watch, you watch the videos, you watch the hype videos. You yeah. see is like those teams winning, but you don't get to see the grind or the kids that were just having a tough day in general where you're just really pulling to just get an average day out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those are the unique days about like high school football is just like every day is different. Every kid's different. Every scenario is different. And for real, for us, I think trying to teach our kids how to manage success. Yep. Something that we have to hone in on or something we've had to coach because we haven't had a lot of early success, right? And so yeah. trying to teach that and keep them focused when you're playing teams that maybe their record doesn't look as good as some other teams, right? And you've just yeah. got hyped up for week six against East, right? Or the team that was undefeated and we go beat them by 30 plus points, whatever. And you now it's okay. Now we're about to go roll in here to play Centennial. It was a one in five football team. And it's okay. How do you get these kids hyped for the same scenario? You just went from a five and O team. You're playing a one of five team, but as the, but just like you guys, everyone's going to give you their best game. I don't, yeah, I don't think people, ahead, coach. Oh, as I, say, I don't think people behind the scenes that don't coach or haven't coached understand the fight to raise the bar, like with kids, right. yeah. like there, whether it's, getting new plays in, like getting their bodies, trying to take some some pressure off their leg, what, like whatever it is. Like they don't understand how much of a fight it is to raise the bar, whether you have the best kids on the planet or not. These kids have been doing this for, if you count scrimmages and two days and preseason camp, it's been 11, 12 weeks already for these kids yeah. and coaches. And some of them have two weeks left. Some of them have eight weeks left. And it's just a constant fight to not be complacent and raise the bar. Well, I think you bring up an interesting point about motivation, how we're motivated, right? There's a simple way you can motivate people through fear. You can motivate people through consequences and rewards. And let's be honest, like it, it, losing is a very motivating factor too. But when you're on the when you're on a winning streak and you're winning, a lot of that's taken away. It's very hard, and it, or I should say, it's harder to be motivated when you're winning. And so I think that's where we're at is trying to see past the victories and look at where are we still needing to get better to do our ultimate goals or to get to where we want to be. And a lot of people talk about the process and we talk about the process a lot in our program, like every week. And I saw a really interesting Bill Walsh quote where it talked about the process over the prize. And I like the way that was said too, but we're right there in the thick of it too. Like you're saying, it's just interesting to hear it from another coach's perspective about trying to motivate today's young student athletes beyond the winning to play championship level football or just be where you want your team to be. I, I agree. You guys like a question I have, cause our staff, like I, I love our staff. We laugh, we joke, our kids are, are funny. They, they, we have a blast, but at the same time, like it's t- when it's time to lock in, sometimes it's hard to get them locked in. But at the same time for us, what I'm able to have a leg to stand on is that we've already lost to a team that's a two and five football team right yeah. now. Right? And, and we had that taste of loss. And what you just said is a lot of the motivation can be on fear. Mm. For us, I think our kids are feeding off of that fear of that feeling again, or fear of feeling that type of loss again by one point when you have 22 penalties, right? Like, yeah. how are you guys being able to motivate your kids? when you're seven and oh and you just you had another undefeated season last year right like 
We didn't, we didn't go on the real for them. We went nine and one in the regular season. Or, yeah, nine one. But if you look at it, we're twenty and two in the last two years. But like I said, it's hard, and that's where we're at. And I think one of the good things Coach Ward does and in, in what we do as a program is we start every Monday with what we call a culture talk, where before we ever get into scouting reports and we ever get on the practice field, we spend 15 to 20 minutes reflecting about where we're at right now as a program. What do we need to do moving forward? It's a great bridge from last week's game into this week's game. And we've done it for years, and Coach has done it for years, and we got it from the, the Brian Kite, the E plus R equals O, and we've kept it ever since. Now, we don't use a lot of that E plus R equals O verbiage anymore, but we kept the culture talk, and it's fantastic. And it's a way for us to reflect and talk about where we're at, what we got to focus on, what do we got to do better. But I think I'd be lying to you if I didn't say we're having our own struggles with it. And I think every week's a new week, and we're trying something new, and even today. You'd think, shoot, your practices are easy. You have an iron pad. Nope, we changed everything up today a little bit and did something different to try to just be more efficient and keep the kids locked in. And we don't have that, like you said, that motivating thing to fall back onto. And that's when I told you when, when you lost that game, I said, try not to beat yourself up too much about it. It might be the best thing for you. Right. And that's what I think our loss did to us last year. Mm-hmm. And so that's why so much of the conversation for us has been about seeing beyond the wins and just looking at us and looking at Gehanna and how's Gehanna playing and how are we doing things. That's what we've been trying to do on in, in, in any way or strategy we can. Right. And to show these kids sometimes, and this is true for every team, like whether it's an entire game, a half, a quarter, a series of like, see what happens when you buy into not win every rep, but like, see what happens when you buy into this process fully as a unit, like for this one series or one mm-hmm. game and kids can see the results and it's almost like that motivation to, I don't want to say live up to your potential, but like motivation to be that standard that you're being taught and preaching to your other teammates and everything. And so it's seeing different aspects of that as well. No, for it's sure. been fun. It's just every, and what's great is every year's different, right? Everything that you're going to yeah. talk about different and now. Yeah. Yeah, fast forward us to October 4th, right now, 2024, and we hop on a podcast and I bet you everything we're talking about sounds completely different and maybe our records aren't the same. And and that's what's unique about high school football. I think that it's not any other thing, any other college world, the pros, right? Like where you got those teams are consistently good for years after years after years. I think a lot of teams spark up and that's what we need to get into right now, though, is like other teams maybe around Central Ohio. Like let's, let, let's let Donovan. Donovan, talk to us. Can we talk? Let's talk about the Gahanna Lions a little bit, too. I, thought, I thought Donnie was at an end, but let's I, I, I want to hear what Donovan. I, you know what? I don't I don't. You guys are Donovan vibing over there. That's, Don, that's, that's what we just me. talked about. Is Fans right. in on how things have been going. How's how that we, front line doing, Donnie? What, I want to hear, hear year two coach's perspective. How's it going? It's going a lot faster than year one, and I hope it doesn't always accelerate like this Is for however easier? long I coach. No. No, I, I think it's easier and harder in different ways. Like, it's easier to talk with my guys because I've learned from some of my mistakes of how I, like, communicated to them plays and techniques. So I think that aspect's easier, but it's harder because they know you better. So it's like you got to balance X, Y, Z and – 
it's easier and harder in different ways, but it's gone way faster. And, and I hope that's not how it always goes forever along at coach. Cause if it keeps going this fast then I feel like you miss some stuff as it goes by, but it'll um, keep going faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't even have time to look over the rear view window sometimes. Yeah. But, oh, that's right. You did play so-and-so week two. And that was the final score. That was, a, I remember that block. That was a great block that popped up on your time hop or timeline or whatever, but no, it's been going well. It's wouldn't, I, there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. I mean, Explain do you feel like those, those times, I feel like I remember a lot of times throughout a game, but I feel like the games fly by. I can yes. sit here and tell you like things, why we lost certain games from three years ago, from two years ago, from a year ago. You know what I mean? But I can't. And during, during the time, it feels like it just flies by and it's a blur. But I know certain things about the games, though, for long periods of time. There's certain memories from each game this year and last year that that stick out. You just remember one sight you saw or something you heard, just depending on the week by week. So that's what sticks. So I see what you're saying there, but it's been fun. I can't imagine doing anything else. Diver, my, my, my ADHD is kicking in a little bit. What is the what? Lions nah, 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 going nah. on here? What's going on? So the suns, I was trying to scoot my camera over the sunsets that way so the so it'll shine in and it'll be way too bright and mess with the camera so i had to put a blanket up there that my fiance and i didn't care about so she let me steal her detroit lions blanket okay i'm not a lions fan i don't that's why i was trying to scoot the camera out of the way a little bit but you can't it's all right no 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 i will i'll send you a link for some blackout curtains brother amazon right to your door yeah i was thinking that or a redskins blanket hanging up but i got the Haskins jersey already in the past, right. we'll see. So good, man. All right. Hey, <laughs> let's get into it. So talk to us, guys. What We talked about weeks one through, what, three last time? One through three? Yeah. So weeks four through seven, what have been some of the surprises? What has stood out? What have been some of these big headlines around I'm gonna, Columbus? I'm going to give you one. Owen Tangy Berlin at six and one. I didn't know. I knew there was four different Olin Tangy schools. I didn't know much about Berlin or other, other than it was a new, relatively new school. It was the newest of the four. And I have someone at work whose kid is at the school, so they would talk about it every now and then. But six and one knocked off Olin Tangy Braves, one of their rivals. I guess you're, they're all rivals. We'd have to fact check, but I think I called that on the last one. He did. He did. And, it, and Berlin is now ranked 11th in the state by the AP poll in division one, which is just like for a program that no one really talked about for a program that I don't know what they were predicted, but I don't think they weren't predicted to beat their rival be at this point. So to watch them ascend has been really cool through, through the lens of NBC four or mm-hmm. 10 TV or whatever. highlights. Yeah, on Twitter, but I'm going to tell yeah. you right now, their jerseys. I've said it two times when they come on the TV, I love Tar Heel blue, Tar right? Tar blue, Tar yeah. Heel blue. Like I, yeah, dude. They when they wore, they went blue on blue one game, mm-hmm. and and they have the light blue helmet too, and they just looked cold blood. I loved just, it. I I said ima- that's my favorite. Just imagine when they get the black too. North Carolina does that black with the you blue. You do so much. They're gonna have mm-hmm. it looking beautiful over there. No, I but coach, coach does a good job over there. I got to piggyback off of my dude Donnie, though, because I got another team that I honestly feel like nobody talks about or nobody hears about that much is Hillier Bradley. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a great job, obviously, right now with their, what, 7 and 0, right? Mm-hmm. I would say 7 and 0. And so they just beat Davidson, their rival. I think they got a couple, they have 
not that I think, but they do have a couple big ones coming up. They got Olin Tangy Liberty, then they got Olin Tangy Orange, and then they got Dublin Kaufman to finish the year out. And looking at that, two and five, we've we already said on the last episode that, that Olin Tangy Liberty team is the one of the best two and five teams that's obviously in the state. And they, what'd you say, Donnie? I said them coming off a big win too. They mm-hmm. just beat up Arlington in overtime. It's a big yep. win for their program. They've got a absolute monster of a D lineman. It's like a, a bear in pads. I uh-huh. forget his name. I'd have to open up the Sky Report, but I just remember this kid's like a bear in pads. It, he, they, they, yeah, we, because obviously we played him in the playoffs last year and uh, mm-hmm. defensively they did really well and they bring back that quarterback. And then they don't just have Liberty. Then they follow up with Orange, who got Levi Davis right there. Quarterbacks just got offered by. Uh, University of South Florida. Shout out to my bar, uh, my boy uh, Parker Carmichael down there as the GA for tight ends. Yeah, uh, let's talk about guy. offers too. How about this? The Marion Franklin yeah. kid. What's his name? I, I forget. Gall- Dwayne Galloway. We were talking about that practice. The kids picked up like 12, 13 plus offers, and, and we're talking time. big he, offers. He's, he's, listen to this. Florida A and M was his second D one offer on September eighteenth, and since then he's got offers from Georgia, Penn State, Michigan, Oklahoma. Maryland, West Virginia. Kid is meteoric. Just meteorizing. Yeah, he's doing a great job, obviously, in the city. So I was going to get into a little bit of city stuff, so let's jump into that with the city south is just mixed up all over the place. You got teams went all over the place last week. Afro dropped theirs, their first one in the city south. You got Eastmore, and people weren't really talking about I feel like a bunch of people weren't talking about Eastmore, and I feel like Miranda is the the Coach Miranda effect, right? Like he's the OG in the city league. I think everybody knows who Jim Miranda is, and he he's the OG there. So not a lot of people talk about him. I feel like winning is expected by him, and that's just the standard that he set over time at Eastmore. So when they do good, not a lot of people are talking about that. You know what I mean? And then for them, South has had some big wins. Then they've had they've dropped a few. It's just all over the place there. Walnut Ridge, obviously, they got us at the beginning of the year, and we haven't lost a game since, but they have only they only beat West High last week. was their only other win. And then you jump over to the north side. Huge shout-out to my guy, Coach Ollie Hightower. He's over there first year at Whetstone. They came and beat the East Tigers last week. I don't know saw if you guys that. saw that, but they came out and, and – we beat East last week. We did it. We did a or two weeks ago. We did a phenomenal job beating them at our home field. That was a huge game for us. But then for Whetstone to follow that up with another huge win over them for uh, Whetstone, that's crazy. And that's his first year for him to get a 16-14 win over East, who's one of the better teams in the city north, is great. And East plays Beechcroft this week, and whatever after that game, it's going to determine is Week Ten going to be determined by maybe a city north title or a tie but we played beachcroft last week and we're looking forward to that week 10 game and i hate to be on this podcast talking about that because of the fact that i want my kid and i know some of my kids are going to listen to this but i want them to take it a week at a time but they got to realize what we're doing here we're talking about games from eight nine and ten i gotta talk about them all but you got you know. a showdown looming so do we I mean, you, you I mean the fans know it. The players it, know it. it. It's over the top. You know what it is as a coach. you got to just keep them mm-hmm. grounded like we just said, though. Everybody has to take care of business. But there, you look at it as just the potential of what could happen. And there's, if things go the right way and you're on the winning side of things, both of our programs have very potential Week 10 
all on the line type things. So some storybook stuff for somebody. I, I've been, it's, I'm with you. I, I try to look on and hop on the city league and I try to look and it looked like it was a little bit all over a little bit with some record stuff, but there's definitely some big things coming up. Mm-hmm. OCC wise. There's, I've just always, and it's, it's probably most leagues. And this is what we try to tell our kids is in almost every conference, you have to go undefeated to win it. If you want to win it and you want to win it outright, you've got to be perfect and you've got to do that. And so there's a lot of big football coming up in these next couple weeks. Canal at Delaware Hayes, 7 and 0 versus 6 and 1 here soon. Canal has Worcesterville South, I think, this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. As you're big thinking time. about it, did a little homework on <laughs> Coach Stout's favorite games. Betting's real big nowadays. I even had somebody oh, tell me, hey, you need to have somebody else come on and do a little betting section for you. And you know what Get we a, might in the future? McNeil on, that guy on Twitter. I you thought maybe about? we'd bring old Coach Dom Delmani on. He ties yeah. on to him. He's <laughs> all into that. But I'm with you. I got my games to look forward to. Week 8, I have Westerville South versus Canal. Fantastic 50 line has it very tight. I think it's within 10, um, but only a 29% chance. I think that, to me, is a highlighted game. Mm-hmm. South could get Canal. I think it's a big test of Canal. It's a very contrasting style of schools and programs. I've been fortunate to watch a little bit of Canal and very power-oriented football, power stash, power football, baby. Yeah, they they got them losing the canal by 10 right now. 10. So it's 10. Yep. By, but it's only a 29% probability. So it's, you look at that and it, that game could be very close. And I love it because it's two contrasting styles. Westville South is spread. They mix some formations. You've got a lot of athletes. You've got Dominic Bertha. Shout out Dominic. He's in my homeroom. Very experienced quarterback that can throw it well and run well. So I'm shout excited out, about that one. Shout out to somebody saying that Nasir Phillips has been balling too, because I said mm-hmm. something about him earlier on. I'm on our, one of our early podcasts. Yes. Picked Someone him said, over Dior. So <laughs> picked him over Dior. So we yeah, won't, I was just, we won't I, take any receipts. I was just saying. <laughs> no, but I like that game. It's funny. You you brought I got two week nine games. I've got Olin Tangy Orge versus Hilliard Bradley. Again, that's a tight stat line. It's they have Orange losing by nine, but only thirty-one percent. That's tight. I think Orange got Hilliard Bradley last year. In that Orange game. always gets some games, man. What's their coach does a good job over there too, getting them juiced up. They always end up squeaking some games out. Mm-hmm. I would like to see them start winning some like other ones too, where they're just getting the big games and like winning the ones they're supposed to win all the well, time. Well, they started out with a bang. One year we played them in the playoffs. They were nine and one. They had they really came out hot. Had a season or two where they're not. Maybe this is it. Maybe you're building experience in this young quarterback and building around him, and this is where things really start to take off. And I yeah. think they started to grow some last year. And uh, I do know this is a game that they. Uh, this is a game that they won last year, and it was one of our trade films. And I remember they kept running a little two-back stretch lead pop up the seam and some other things and went on balanced in some formations and pounded the ball. And it's crazy how you can remember all that film you watched from a year ago and shows you how many times I've probably watched it. But I like that game a lot. Shout out to Coach Sned and Jonathan Alder. Mm-hmm. A big one against Tavian St. Clair, the Ohio State commit over there at uh, Bell Fountain. Yep. Um, 
the hey, how about the stats of their game this past week, though? Over I heard that on the radio. Yeah. yeah. Man. Unbelievable amount anybody, of che- anybody check on Chris? You okay? <laughs> I hope Chris is doing all right. I've talked to him twice this week. Have you? been like, hey, I'm just getting home. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> And we've all been there, man. Hey, that hey, week where you don't week do week one, you, you texted. What did you tell me? Hey, you know, all right, you good? You do it. Was a, you're just in a dark place, yeah. And, it, and you, hey, you can't get out. You don't crawl out of that dark place until you have a good performance or a good win. But they have Bell Fallon only by two in that game on the stat line, the betting line. That's and gonna so be a big game. That, that's a, a really good game, and then. I'll just I'll rip through these fast, but Week Ten is an absolute banger around Central Ohio. If I were a football fan, if I wanted to be like, hey, I want to go do something on a Friday night, there are so many games Week Ten all over that are going to be electric and for mm-hmm. a lot on the line. Week Ten, you have Hilliard Davidson versus Upper Arlington. Fun side story: UA's. Offensive coordinator last two seasons is now the offensive coordinator, I believe, at Davidson. And so you got a cool little motivated, interesting matchup backstory there. Obviously, you mentioned it. I had down for some city love, some week 10 Northland versus Beechcroft, possibly championship. Sayers and the boys favored by three. Tight line. And then here's here's a, a subtle one. And actually... I don't know where the game's at, but I went to a playoff game here. Columbus Academy, a nice place to catch a game. Actually, where I live right now, on a good night, you can hear things from over there at their campus, as they say. I like their, I like their coach. He, We did a JV game with them last year. Coach yeah. Robin Miller, great dude, cool, super cool dude. Bishop Reedy versus Columbus Academy, and Academy's only mm-hmm. favored by one. So, hey, like I said, week 10. Hard, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still. If I'm a bet- starting to get some offers now. If I'm a you got a Purdue offer, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm a betting man, man, I'm betting on Reedy and Reinhardt, baby. It's week 10, just feed the stallion. But Reedy like I said, Reinhardt. there are a plethora, take your pick, football fans. Week 10, you could find a good game in any corner of Columbus. Okay, I'll bias aside which one of you guys picking. If you had no like dog in the fight, like you guys did have to be you're not coaching you're just picking what are we picking for what for what game would you pick this and go to oh Oh. okay if i had if i weren't coaching and i was going to go to the game out of the ones that were listed for week 10 is that we're saying week 10 whatever you week 10 i would like to check out my boy ryan sayers at northland that's what i would do look at this guy what Great guy. That's that's the administrator political answer. That is just what a good guy. Sayers, I would also love to watch you, but I'm not a suck up. So I'm going to go with Kaufman versus Bradley. I think that game could have a lot on the line for both teams, depending on how their middle two weeks between then fill out. I think that could be a huge game, playoff ramification wise. Contrasting styles of football again. Mm -hmm. Watch Hillier Bradley, very spread oriented or a power spread. And then you've got Kaufman, that kind of multiple two tight end set, smash you in the mouth, but watch out for number one because they move number one around and they numb you to sleep with some downhill gap scheme. And then next thing you know, number one, he looks lightning. And mm-hmm. then they get you with some play action. So I'm with you. I think that's an exciting game too. How about their kicker 
a couple weeks ago, nailing Dublin Coffin, nailing a 52 54 yard game winner. I like it. He had a good night. (laughs) He had a great night. (laughs) I would say for me, if I'm choosing a week 10 game, I think that I would obviously look at the Gahanna Pickmark game. That's a huge game. That's who you're, I'm going to look at to want to go play. I got. I would say I would also be wanting to go to the Belfound Jonathan Alder game mm-hmm. for a Week Ten matchup. As you said, that's Week Ten, right? Week Nine. Oh, that's Week Nine. Yeah. If it's I'd like open, to check out the Reinhardt kid in Columbus Academy. I, saw I like him. that too. I want. I, that's what I, I was just going to follow it up with my guy Magruder over there at the reading. Yeah. So my my cousin. This was a couple of years ago. He played for Kashockton, and it was Kashockton at Columbus Academy. And uh, went and checked it out. It was a nice place to see a game. It was a good game. I would like to see the Reinhardt kid in, in person. And I think that you're going to see a really exciting game between those two. So I think that would be a good one. No, for sure. I had a, a quick like type of pick six question for you guys since oh, we haven't done one in a while. This is exciting. I didn't know this was coming. Come on now. Yeah, I, this was. I was just sitting there today, and I was I was just bored. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just hit these guys with a couple questions at the end here. I love it. Come on, and just slam them as are, I feel are like they directed at each? Are they, yes, are this we is both for both answering. Okay, this is for both to answer. Number one is what is the best thing. Bet or best candy around Halloween time or, or best sweet treat around the fall time. How it doesn't have to be like a Halloween candy you get out ding, from ding, ding. got mine. Hold on. It can be anything. It can it. be donuts. It can be caramel apples, whatever it is during this fall time. Go whoever wants to go first. I am an, you later, all right. I'm an absolute sucker for them caramel apple suckers, man. As <laughs> soon as they come out, I'm buying a bag, I keep a bag. We've already ran through bag. two in this house. We've already yep, ran we're on our second two. So to me, it gets no better than that. I am not a big candy guy. So give me pumpkin spice donuts, specifically from Jolly Pirate and Reynoldsburg. Shout out to them. Best donut place on the planet. Really? I haven't whoa, whoa, had whoa, this. What would we say about shout outs with the businesses? No and yeah. Trust me. They're, Come they, on now. No free shout outs. <laughs> they run the same diner place that they did back in the 40s. So I don't think they're on social Jolly media. Pirate. Uh-huh. You can you get these to go? Yeah, oh yeah. Their dozen is thirteen. Baker's dozen. Get the buttermilk and the pumpkin spice. Best I'm donuts you ever had. I love donuts, man. I That's love a donuts. Great, I'm Wait, I that. just grabbed some pumpkin spice donuts and some pumpkin apple or pumpkin like strudels. Let's pause right there, though. I've brought donuts to Saturday. Coach Hall's brought donuts to Saturday. Sounds like you've nominated the Jolly Pirate for a Saturday soon. We've had a lot of, we've had three donuts this year, so we've spent, my coaching staff has spent a lot of money on donuts for Saturday morning film. Yeah. I'm going to say this, though. Let me just tell you what the number one thing is right now. And I don't care what you guys say. I love candy corn. And you can, t- My wife and I talked about this the other day. Sick to my stomach. People have said that only psycho people and crazy people like candy corn. And yeah. I disagree with that statement, but <laughs> I'm going to say that if you're walking through Kroger, go grab you a bag Stop. of Nerds candy corn. Stop. It is fire. That's disgusting. Next Dude, question. It's not, it's hard. It's like on the outside, it's like harder candy. And then you get on the inside is, is way better. Pause. <laughs> No, I was was like thinking about it. I was saying, let me just stop. This is a family friendly show. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, let's not talk about that. But my next thing was going to be, okay, what was your guys' number one all-time Halloween outfit you ever wore? Yeah. Go ahead, Coach. You, you have all that in your Halloween mind after you said that. Your Go ahead. one of all time. I dressed up as my dad when I was like eight or nine years old. I wore his Ohio State varsity jacket, wore an afro, and then a big mustache, and wore that when I was like probably seven or eight years old. Walked around with that thing on. Granted, he's six foot eight, so I'm wearing a six foot eight guy's varsity jacket at like seven, eight years old. That was that's the ultimate. I'll find a picture. I'll have to go as a kid. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Michelangelo. I like as, that. As an adult, yeah. a phenomenal Hulk Hogan costume. Tights and everything. I really got into character. It was a good one. And everything was tight and just, yeah. Back I was not big into college Halloween dressing up parties. Right? You know what I'm saying? I would wear my John Wall jersey every time. And I would went Halloween is John Wall. Yep, yeah. I went. Who are you? I'm John Wall. What is it? I'm wearing a jersey. I'm just this. I'm the guy um, that's not cool. I'm too cool for Halloween <laughs> in college. Ooh. I just don't know how to do anything yeah. cool. I'm just a lame. Yeah. You're a loser, Dom. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. You honestly just showed your true colors there. Why? You should just I go to the library and not even gone out. <laughs> Here, so I'm going to say this. Mine, my number one as a kid was has to be the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Dressing up as a Power Ranger was the number one thing for me. Number two. The all-time best one, and I don't care what anybody says, this is the, the best one, was I was Cheddar Bob from 8 Mile one one Halloween when we went to OU, and I had a crutch. I had a flannel on. I had a pair of gray sweats that I stained with ketchup. Like I, I know, shot man. myself, and it was one of my favorite Your ones. Tiger King was fantastic. Oh, hey, that one is – I think Cheddar Bob's a funny, but Tiger King one is – Probably was the All most time legend. Tiger King was a banger. That one was great because of the time frame. That I called there. twice and nobody, nobody answered. answered. You don't care. Not you, not <laughs> yeah, I didn't say the rest of it. I, I almost want to rewatch it. I saw a meme the other day and I almost want to rewatch it. So one day Amanda and I were saying that. We were just we were talking about that. We were like, what were how in the world were we so interested in this show called Tiger King? We sat there and watched the entire thing. COVID didn't come out during COVID. It was yeah, it was but that's Mm -hmm. wild how bored you have to be to watch that show. It was great. The guy's a care. He needs his own show. I'd give him his own show. He's trying to who's he trying to sue? Some football players that have beat LSU or whatever, and they're wearing and and they've claimed Tiger King on shirts or whatever. He's trying to sue. I'd give him his own show. Ten episodes, green lit. That's awesome. Question That's three. Awesome. You got more for us? I love this. This was such a surprise. This made my day. This is oh. making me this is so making the, the me pick happy. Six, the pick six ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just had two. I here's the thing. No, that's I, I wasn't gonna get. I was, I'm saying I had two for you guys. I was doing my part. I had oh, these two. We uh, didn't tell us we're gonna pick six. It. And so I was going to see if you guys had anything on your mind to go ahead and throw your two questions out there. Call this a safety. Only two questions. Yeah, that could be a little safety, but I know Stout's mind starts to work, and so we <laughs> end up asking one here soon. Yeah, I'm thinking here right now. I thought you had six lined up for me. I'm just thinking. I did have another question, though. Go ahead. Was it going to be who's on track right now, in your guys' opinion, for the Heisman winner? Such a hard question. Caleb Williams. Speaking uh, of Caleb Williams, is USC or Lincoln Riley ever going to play defense? 
No, never. No, that'll that'll hold him. I think that's Grinch, man. That's Grinch. That's that's all he's done everywhere he's been, dude. He's yeah. struggled everywhere he's been. I'll tell you what. Oh, Michael I have Penix, a great question. Washington. Go ahead. Michael Great. Penix from Washington. I think they win the Pac-12, go to the playoffs, and I think it's, if you're throwing for 5,000 yards and 45 touchdowns and four picks, like you're probably going to be a finalist, and you've got a great shot at winning. I like that. It's starting to change. I'm going to say this. to be spooky season. Hold mm-hmm. on. Go ahead. I'm not done with this. I wanted to revisit one other topic hmm. as well. My Colorado Buffs, as they, they are supposed to only have one win this entire season from Donnie Mack. You Stop want to it. revisit this? No, no, no. I did not say one win. They I were said, supposed to get. They were going to get dominated by TCU. I remember you saying that. So let's revisit. That. Yeah, I was wrong about that. I'll get. And you, you said I, they were going to get beat by fifty to USC. They lost by one touchdown. Let's revisit that. Yeah, USC was up thirty-four to seven at one point. I'm going to give. I'm going to give that to USC. Okay, so if you guys – okay, next week you guys are up 34-7, to 7, so you're going to tuck it in the bag and just take that and just be happy with the 40 walking out of there by one touchdown? Of course no. not. Of course not. Colorado they back, is, So they're not that bad, obviously. Colorado, I'll give you credit and give them credit. They are a huge surprise. They are still – and they're going to be – their program – especially with all these teams leaving the Pac-12, and they're going back to the Big 12, I think, but the Big 12 is the wasteland too. Like Colorado has a chance to run that show, recruiting, NIL, like entertainment-wise, player-wise. That being said, they're still, in my opinion, not a very good football team this year. I think their, I think their success for them would be bowl game, 6-6, six and 7-5, six, which I didn't think was going to happen. But I still think they've got another 1-2 – Three, four okay. guaranteed losses on their schedule. Three guaranteed. How lock four guaranteed? Answer, nope. Lock your answer right now. How mm-hmm. many guaranteed losses do they got? How many guaranteed losses? Do you want to know the teams or just number? No, I just want to know the number of losses. What's their record? There. What's their final record right now? Final record will be six and six. Wow, six makes them bowl eligible, and you and I both said they wouldn't be bowl eligible. Yeah. So I love how the tide changes. Eddie. Yeah, you got to adjust. Listen, that the Shooter Sanders kid, I, we all knew he was talented, but it's doing well. I just like now you you went from they were supposed to not be bowl eligible, now they're going to be bowl eligible to they still stink. They're it's, still yeah, not a good football team. No, the pack. No, listen, the Pac twelve. You just don't like Prime, do you? I love the. I love. No, you're one of those type of guys. No, I can no, see no, it no, in no, you no, that no, doesn't no. like his swag. I love Deion Sanders. What I don't like, not about him, what I don't like is pretending that the Pac-12, their Pac-12 might be the best conference in football right now, but they're very top-heavy, like Washington, Oregon, USC, Washington State, Utah. And then once you get past that, their middle and bottom is bad. And so like, they're, the best, they're the best conference right now in football? That's what you just yeah, Them are the Big Ten right now. I mean, A lot of people making that same remark on different shows. No, the big Tommy ten. just loves being a coattail rider, man. He mm-hmm. just reads something on Twitter and just wants to say it now. There's a lot of people saying that. Remember the Big Ten? They don't play any defense, wow. so I don't think they're the best. But I, I got to pick six. Mm. Go ahead, send them. Favorite spooky fall movie. I hate scary movies. It doesn't have to be spooky. It could be anything. Like what? What? what how do we feel about the fall movies? 
the Halloween movies. Monster House from however long ago that was, the anime one. I grew up watching. That was a now, I'm going to tell you, Stout, if this ain't one that's like a Christmas movie kind of thing. You can't really ask this yeah, question. Yeah, it's tough. Because oh. everybody's going to love some sort of Christmas movie because there's going to be one that's either down, it's out of it. There's going to be happy, joyful runs, funny ones. The spooky season movie is not my type of thing. Not your thing? It's all horror that's, movies. I'm not a fan. I'm you always know, down for a little Halloween. or. Little are you a, like Haunted House, Haunted Hayride kind of guy? Nah, not really. Oh, Haunted Mansion. There you go. There you okay. go. All right. so, do you like Haunted Houses and stuff like that, Donnie? Hate them. I, I, I don't like I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary stuff like that. My no, next question for okay, having been getting a lot of sleep nowadays, newborn. I forgot. What, what is our... stout? Hold on, wait. Sorry, huh. you miss our our first, the, the first round where yeah. we were just uh, able yeah. to game it out. All first night. round, I was in season, so there was nothing, no really worries. The, the first round where we would hop on and play Call of Duty with people from the far reaches of the world at 2 a.m. was fun. We had but, some uh, random friends. On 2 there. to 4 a.m. It was crazy. I was thinking but, about uh, you the other day. I was thinking about that. I'm like, wonder if Stout's just up at 2 a.m. Just saying, this dude's yep. sleeping. Yep, it, I'm right going to be up for a while tonight. The night's yeah. just getting started. But uh, Last time it was just we were just grinding it together. Now. What, what's our favorite energy drink right now, boys? What are we feeling? Still the Celsius. Mm. Still the Celsius. Okay. Okay. Coach, Hayers, you look like some more aggressive. Kiwi, guava, right? The rain. Kiwi, oh, guava, rain. Storm. Yeah. The storms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. the new one. It's the skinny, the green can, right? It's is it kiwi guava as well, or is it kiwi something else? It's kiwi something. I know what you're talking. About. I've seen yeah. the rainstorm green ones. Yeah, can. you better you try it. it yet. Mm-mm. Haven't had that one. You yet. better go get it tomorrow and send me <laughs> a picture of it, and I promise you. That's going to be your new drink to go to. What do you get at? Right. Kroger or Walmart or what? I, I get mine I right here at Sunoco, right, okay. out the, right at the end of my street right here. There you go. Yeah. On his way. Hey. I love it. Fire. Okay. But I do you, like a good Celsius. I'm not, gonna, I'm not Coach, I, I gave two so you could start thinking. What do you got? Okay. You got – you get your choice, right? You get, a, you get a sit down all day. You don't have to worry about anything else. You either get a day full of college football – or a day full of NFL football. Which one are you picking? College. That that one is interesting for me this year. I don't know why. I've started to like NFL football this year a lot on the Sundays. I don't know why. Appreciate the chess match a lot in the NFL. And I'm starting yeah. to like the NFL a little bit more and more mm-hmm. each week that I watch it as I was a full-on, no-questions-asked college football fan. I think you know it depends I mean? on the college weekend, though, too. Some weekends in college, it's it was weird with the Buckeyes yeah. playing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the NFL, you're gonna get some. Oh, really? Some some of those games are gonna. Can they stop really putting good. the Giants on prime time? <laughs> yeah, Damn, we stop. Hey, we get tomorrow. Chicago Bears versus the Washington Redskins. Prime time, eight fifteen p.m. Whoa, 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 who wants that? On, on what is Everybody it on TikTok? It. No, it's on Amazon Prime, which I yeah. still think is dumb. Still, can't like even that. watch it. Yeah, I don't like last that. pick six. What you got? All right, last pick six. I literally just had it, and then I forgot it. I literally just had it. Hold on, let me think about it. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, gut decision, gut reaction. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in this for the long haul, or is this breaking off as soon as this season is done? This ain't lasting. This ain't, this lasting. ain't lasting. I don't think it's lasting. I think. 
Sayers, you didn't like the question? Yeah. Come on. I will now. I will say though. I, it's funny. It's funny to watch it. It's all. funny, but man, it's just so cringy how many times it the camera funny. pans to her and everything. Donnie, this is a football podcast. Yeah, she it, listen, this is the biggest this is the biggest story the in NFL football. We got right NFL social media mentioning her in the bio and things. That gets podcast. obnoxious. What's that? Not don't bring her onto our podcast. That's not what I'm doing. This is this I'm is all in for her. bringing the coaches' wives onto the podcast because they've been through the trenches and they've been through it. Don't you bring Taylor Swift Sayers. up on this? It's a love story. Just say yes. And oh, I don't like right. love. There. You were. Oh my! <laughs> you see what I did? <laughs> wrap this up because that's it. That was that's good, it. and you know it. See, that was pretty good. That that was good. I like that. But hey, I just want to appreciate everybody. <laughs> Sayers, good luck as you continue down the stretch. Everybody, thank you for tuning in and listening. We're thinking about next time we hop on. It's probably maybe going to be at the start of playoffs, and then maybe our last episode for this season one will probably be maybe a reflection on the the whole year it's or some things. Be a live we, one. Let's just could say be, that. and we could get into some live things where yeah, maybe it's going to be a grab a dinner with the boys. Get a yeah, live. something like that, and then get ready, get rolling into season two. Into so, our guest VIP room at the coaches clinic that we will have set up. Yeah, we're going to do something fun for that too. So, so, thank you everybody for tuning in. Reach out, tell us what games you're excited about. I know we had some people coming to some of our games. I hooked them up with some tickets. I appreciate you stopping by and uh, just say good luck and enjoy it, especially week 10, everybody. Hey, enjoy the ride, gentlemen. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's going to go fast. It's okay. Hey, we'll see each other here in three weeks and be like, dang, we're into the playoffs. So enjoy it, man. Good luck to you guys the rest of the way and just keep grinding them out. Absolutely. Time to go game plan and do the dad life. Peace, brothers. Mm-hmm.